Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. He who serves the most reaps the most. And that's a quote by Jim Rohn, who I've discovered a lot of great quotes from him. So welcome, bonjour, hola, privyet. Thought I'd do a Ukrainian slash Russian hello to. This is Lucy still, always, coming to recorded in San Diego. And I'm super excited about today's topic, which is about if photographers need to hire virtual assistants. And before I introduce my guest, just reminding you that if you'd like to know more about my group program that's coming up or coaching or just want to chat about anything, you can connect with me via email, Lucy with an I at lucydumas.com or go to lucydumascoaching.com and you'll see how to get in touch with me there. So my guest today is Char Stackle. Or Charlene. So do you prefer Char, Char? Either one is fine. I okay. ended up going by Char just because everybody started calling me that and it was just easier. Great. So her bio she sent me is in the first person. So I'm going to pretend I'm her. Hi, I'm Char. <laughs> I'm a video and content marketer. I'm going to say marketeer who specializes in virtual assistant services. I like to create ease, consistency, and joy for portrait photographers and creatives. Think of me as your biz bestie that does marketing, social, and video for you. And I want you to wake up every day eager to work, create, and be present for those you adore. So that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) I would love to know just a little about your background, Char, before we get started so people know you know, how the heck you started doing what you do and why you specialize in working with photographers. Well, thank you, Lucy, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I actually started in retail. I have been in corporate management and ran teams for 20 plus years. That is after I got my degree in video and it's more like video storytelling. It's more like film. Mm -hmm. And after doing the corporate, I kind of got burnt out. I had a couple of times where I was in therapy and realized that this wasn't for me and I Mm -hmm. needed to change my my way of doing things. And the online space just seemed so incredible. And so I started figuring out what I could do for the online space hand in hand with my sister who actually is a photographer and started kind of having business meetings with her and just got to really get into uh, knowing what photography was after going to uh, WPPI. And after all those conversations, I realized all the ways I could help people like her take things off of her plate and do Mm. things online because I'm very tech savvy and understand a lot of the marketing that goes on online. So Mm. that's how I got into it. Awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's so important what you're doing and what other VAs do for us because 
I'm finding in coaching that the biggest challenge for my photography coaching clients and for me to try to help them is number one, time management, and number two, marketing. I can teach you how to sell like crazy. Marketing is an effortful time using and often indirect uh, task. So like a lot of a lot of um, SEO work, you may or may not get your ideal clients. And so having somebody like the fastest way for me to help somebody help themselves is for someone else to do those things that they're already skilled at. So uh, I'm excited that you heard the call. Ding, ding, ding. Shar, we need you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard me say, because you said you've been listening to some of my shows, how I heard the call for having a podcast is I was at the Atlanta convention and there's this super long escalator where thousands and thousands of people are just streaming up and down those. And I'm here with just all the me that wants to help people thinking, I can help you if I can only figure out how. So, yeah. So we come from that same place of wanting to serve this Mm -hmm. community. Love that. Love that. Okay. So can you give me some clarity about virtual assistants in general and more specifically, what kinds of things a VA can do for photographers? Yes, I'd love to. So there's a, there's a couple of different ways to look at a virtual assistant. Uh, one is kind of like an executive assistant uh, where they're your right-hand person and they're to take meetings and inbox and all those things that you would typically think of as a, a executive assistant or, uh, you know, old, old school secretary type things. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so you you might think of it that way, but there's also virtual assistants that specialize in certain areas, and uh, like you had mentioned, SEO. So you could hire someone just to do an SEO, and and they may or may not be uh, define themselves as a virtual assistant. They might just be an SEO expert, but basically, it's kind of the same thing. You're outsourcing for a specific task. So you can look at it in both ways. As far as how they can help photographers, you can do it either way. Uh, I kind of prefer myself to do it somewhere in, in the middle where I'm helping photographers, particularly not to the extent of like an executive assistant where I'm on call, um, Mm -hmm. but I am reachable, but not to the other extent where it's like uh, you're hiring me for just one specific task and that's all I'm going to do. But for photographers and depending on the needs of your business, either you could do, you can pick and choose from all three if you needed to. Mm Mm-hmm. So can you give me a little more um, like meat on the bones about what kinds of things, you know, I know there's SEO, which may or may not have value in like for me and my photography business, SEO is not helpful. It's helpful for coaching, but photography, my ideal clients, like it's so hard to wade through somebody looking at 12 different photographers calling up thinking, um, and I can't remember who 
who I talked to about this in the show, but thinking they knew how to find a good photographer. Like I can't compete with what's online. And so, so if I was working with the VA, I would have them finding charity events and helping me network and different things that pull people to me. So I'm not competing. So what kinds of other things can a VA do for photographers, specific areas that they can get off their plate that yeah. will help them be more successful and profitable? Yeah, definitely. They can do a lot of different things. So I, I like to think of it as um, project-based or even, you know, as a ongoing relationship based. So as far as project based, you have certain small things that just need to get done in your photography business, setting up systems. Um, it would be one, I think of like your client um, management system, your, you could look at, there's like quite a few different things as far as setting up emails that you can use over and over again those types of one and done type tasks. Mm -hmm. So if you can come up with, I do have a list of a few of those, but like whatever is a, a one and done in your photography business. But then there's also the other things that um, are kind of like ongoing routines in your business that, that maybe you don't want to do. Um, a lot of the times my clients don't like social media and they don't like blogging and I think you mentioned a good point too, Lucy, is um, the offline tasks, which are, you know, the relationships, like uh, building relationships and reaching out, outreaching to, to people. Um, that is definitely one of those things that a VA can do for photographers as well. Yeah. So if someone who is very busy mm -hmm. says, okay, I need a VA and I just want to start simple and have them take some things off my plate that are time suckers. Um, <laughs> what would be three things that you would say, hey, I or a colleague of mine would suggest I do this, this and this for you. So something ongoing. I would. Definitely say social media would be one and mm -hmm. blogging would be one. I know um, there are a lot, of, a lot of photographers that do not look forward to blogging and typically are, it's a little harder for them to even blog the sessions that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, so it would be a good thing to, to hand off blogging because then it, not only can you um, blog your sessions, but you can also blog um, information to establish yourself as an expert in whatever field you're in. If you're newborn, if you're maternity, it doesn't matter whichever, whatever thing is, and you can start creating that expertise. Okay. And so Instagram would probably fall into that category, making the posts up and yeah, exactly. Okay. And you had mentioned marketing. I think marketing is a huge one. Um, and you've got 
you're really great at sales. And typically with marketing, it's kind of a pyramid and the sales is like the, the, that gravy that you finally get to uh, Mm -hmm. once you're ready, once you've got that uh, client kind of in talks with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So with marketing, you're looking at brand awareness, um, which is part of that was blogging, doing um, your target market your profile of who you actually, who you actually want to serve and outreaching to guests or even vendor partnerships. That's part of that brand awareness. So, and then also lead generation. So that's that second tier of that pyramid. And um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of outreaching to prospective clients, um, maybe doing some sales pages or other kind of collateral that you might need. So I'm thinking like um, catalogs, uh, client client catalogs, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing I learned, because I've had a few virtual assistants, is that like in my perfect world, ah, <laughs> she or he can do everything. Right. And what I'm learning is like the person right now that I have that is writing my Instagram and producing those and my weekly newsletters. And if you're listening to this show and you're in my email, then you've started seeing those over the last few months to get you notification of what awesome guest I have. But she's not a sales page expert. So I hired her for the writing and some specific tasks. And I had a gal for a while who was really great at producing the sales pages and those kinds of things but she wasn't a good writer. So am I right that we need our expectations to be that it's not a one, one person can do every little thing for us? Yeah, (laughs) I know. I would love to have that perfect person uh, myself. I don't know if that you can have an exact somebody that does everything well, um, a hundred percent. Um, I consider myself to be what they call a Renaissance mind. Uh, what that is, is somebody who, or I've also heard it called multi something or another. Um, but basically what it means is you have interests in a whole lot of different things. And, uh, so that's one of the reasons why being a virtual assistant, you know, lights up my, lights me up because I get to learn all the time something new. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't have to be super focused on one particular mastery um, Mm -hmm. where I think photographers, they, they're phenomenal in my mind because they, they have that craft and they keep honing it and honing it. And, and me, I'm kind of like, I have a little bit of a craft, but it's still got a, you know, that bucket Mm -hmm. um, where I can kind of find those, Oh, I'm going to learn something new. Yeah. And yeah. even me being kind of that Jill of all trades, as it were, I, I wouldn't be able to a hundred percent be able to take on all tasks and, and say, okay, I can do it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I just love that Renaissance mind term because that is me. I'm interested in so many things and, um, I'm always, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm guessing you, you probably are as well. And um, yeah. And I, 
I've discovered while coaching how many things I have in my brain or in my experience that I didn't realize could be helpful for other people until they're like, what do you think about this? Or how do you do that? Or, you know, some some little place in the brain, I guess it's the Renaissance brain pops in. So I, I love thinking of that. So uh, just to confirm, there are people who are more multi-capable. There are people who kind of have specialties. Is that what you agree on? And how does somebody find yeah. that out and who's the right fit for them? Well, for the fit, I think the thing is, is as you uh, interview or do your searching for a virtual assistant, keeping that in mind when you ask those questions of them, it's like, what do you, is there maybe a specialty that, that you do, or can mm-hmm. you handle multiple tasks? I think that would be a good tip for, for someone to keep that as, as a question to ask somebody mm-hmm. if they're interviewing them. Good. So the person that I have now doing the writing, and I guess you'd say the social media in the Instagram, and, you know, we're going to see where else we can use her talents, but she wanted to clarify with me that she's not a marketing manager, that I'm not going to get the big picture you know, tell me what to do, and then let's put it together. She's the task person. And we are collaborating. But that's not her training. That's not her skill. Um, Now, I did hire a service once where they were an intermediary between different people that could do everything. I found that very bottom heavy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Somebody that has a team. Mm -hmm. So they have writers, they have editors, they have all kinds of people. But it was hard because I'd tell my contact what I needed. She'd assign a task. She'd have to approve it, show it to me. I'd give my critique. She'd have to look at it. And it just was too hard for me. So anywho. It's an adventure. It is a moral of my story with virtual assistants. But I'm a big proponent of if you can get somebody to do something, because photographers, we at least are worth two, three hundred dollars an hour. Absolutely. So a housekeeper is to me like the beginning (laughs) of Mm -hmm. it. And um, yeah, just finding people that can take off our plate. What maybe we could even do, but we shouldn't be doing. Is that what are your thoughts on that? Right. No, absolutely. I thing is, is that you talk about your superpower, and that's when you actually to kind of go off of that same analogy, that's when you fly, right? So mm-hmm. um, and it's something that if it's if it's grounding you into you know to the point where you're not <laughs> you can't fly and be in your superpower that's something that that you definitely would want to have somebody else do because you're not it's not a revenue generating activity if you if there's some other things that you can do like be with your clients whether mm-hmm. that's face to face in your in person sales whether it's just 
going and getting a coffee with them, however that however that looks for your business. But it, if you're sitting in front of a, a desk and it's not editing, because a lot of photographers I know still like to edit, but maybe you don't, I don't know. But if you're not sitting in front of a desk and it's not, and it's doing something that you feel like you're slogging through, or you feel like um, I could be doing something different and you're not really producing any kind of money, you know, then, then that's at a point where I would say, yeah, you, we, you shouldn't be doing those right. things. Yeah. Well, and even, so usually the second thing after a housekeeper is helping people figure out how to get their editing done much mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. I like to do it because I'm super picky. <laughs> that's why I have to uh, mm-hmm. work for less people for more money mm-hmm. because Part of why I didn't print my work ever is I'd spend an afternoon getting a wallet right. <laughs> There's no money in that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So how does someone find a virtual assistant that would be right for them? Well, there's multiple places to find virtual assistants. Here's what I like to recommend. And it's just because a lot of the times this is how your clients find photographers is a lot of it's going to be referral. Mm-hmm. I would put the word out and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking for somebody in your community. Now if, that is, if you have a, a business community, whether it's photographers or not, however your business community mm-hmm. looks like I would start there. Cause usually they've had experience with somebody um, that they've already worked with, or they know somebody who's already worked with them and they can vouch for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the kind of the easy way and a little closer to being vetted to a certain degree mm-hmm. for you, for photographers. And then the other, the other ways um, there are um, a lot of people, you can go traditional route and post job postings and in places like indeed those types of job posting boards. You can Mm -hmm. do that. That would require you to to have a job description, which I highly recommend of at least have a list of tasks that you want them to do. And also kind of your communication and and, um, how you would want to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. You also can find them online uh, freelancer sites Mm -hmm. like Upwork or uh, Fiverr. Um, there are some specialty directories for virtual assistants as well that you can go to. There is one that is specifically for creator creatives. <laughs> Hard word. <laughs> sounds um, like. Sounds like, yeah. Um, and that one is uh, called Outsourcing with Love. So places similar to that. So they're a little, they're not as large of a pool. Of virtual mm-hmm. assistants, but they're also a little more specialized. Mm-hmm. Um, they typically those types of places have a little bit more of a a process for them to go through um, mm-hmm. versus like Fiverr or Upwork. Yeah, and then the other one is Facebook groups, which is kind of like a referral. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Facebook groups, I know that there are plenty of virtual assistant. Um, places that are looking that they actually have opportunities where you can post job opportunities Mm. in those groups. And you're going to get a slew of different kinds of 
experience. So yeah. you can, you'll have somebody that will probably apply that has a ton of experience and then somebody will apply that doesn't have a lot of experience. Right. So, so you kind of have to wade through probably a little bit more. Yes. Here. I, I was considering working with someone that was recommended by one of my podcast production people, mm-hmm. PPP, <laughs> the profitable photographer podcast production person. <laughs> and, but I wasn't quite ready to hire her. And then when I was, she was fully booked. Mm-hmm. So she posted it in a VA group and I got like 40 people contacting me. I didn't know when she said, Hey, I could post in my group that that was going to happen. And mm-hmm. it was an education to look at people that were their own stuff was not very good. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, nope. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, it was looked really effective, but I wasn't quite ready for that level of investment. You know, some people require 40 hours a week of work. Some people, you know, there's all kinds of ways that people price themselves. But right. in that, it was also an education. Absolutely. And every virtual assistant, uh, I'm not trying to remember the pain, but there was one that was so bossy. And so like, this is how we do it. And this is what you have to do. And you should know this in advance. But I learned in that two weeks that was, of course, we didn't keep working together. Uh-huh. But she got me hooked up with some different programs with um, Trello. And mm-hmm. so there's, we learn every step of the way, there's always That's something cool. to learn. So do you, speaking of investment, so can you give us some ideas of what a photographer might plan to invest or expect or how, you know, like give us a little primer on that if you can. Yeah. So it kind of depending on where you hire and how you hire and for what jobs it's going to, it's going to, your investment's going to range. Um, you, I know that there are virtual assistants that, and I didn't mention this as, um, places to find, but there are outsourcing companies from the Philippines. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of, I actually was part of a group where they, the um, owner of the group, she hired somebody from the Philippines and they are lock in step. I mean, mm-hmm. they, she is absolutely 100% an executive assistant with this other person. So mm-hmm. you can get those gems in the lesser priced um, range. Cause I would imagine there's some Philippine um, companies that are per hour are going to be like $10. Mm-hmm. So you can think of somebody that's just trying to get in, get their foot in the door. Um, and that could be even for the States. I've seen virtual assistants that, that are just trying to um, learn. And so if they can get in at $10 an hour, you know, so they can build their business and great. So you can, you can find some of those gems at that price range, but then it will, will vary on the way up. And the, probably the higher end is you're looking at, depending on how specialized they are, you could be potentially spending $67 an hour. So anywhere, depending, um, and and I would look at it that way. It's based off of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going to pay for it. I mean, uh, it's and it's a lot like your photographer. If you are a hobby photographer that's just starting to get their feet wet and starting to 
photograph, you're going to do your friend's wedding, you know, and, and not get paid very much for it, you know, and then once you hone your craft, you're going to be paid a whole lot more for that wedding. So, so in general, what I hear you say is we get what we pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you still have you still have to kind of distill it down, you know. I mean, because you you, if you can if you can eliminate the ends, if your budget is in the middle, if that if you're wanting to spend something in the middle, then I would kind of um, approach it that way. Get rid of the little the the ends, so Mm -hmm. somewhere in that middle. Right. Right. Yeah. And I would recommend, and I imagine you agree with me, is being aware of how that investment can save us money and make us more save us time and make us more income and uh, weighing, weighing those things out. And one of the challenges I think in that is figuring out, like I said, for me, SEO is not important. It does Mm -hmm. not attract my ideal clients. It's important if they Google my name, that they find me and see, oh, she's she's real. She's been around a long time. Oh, there's her website. That's nice. So vetting me once they hear about me. But it would be like taking a match to a pile of money for me to use someone that's doing a lot of social media marketing in the let's get that SEO up high. But other like blogging, you know, I'm glad you said blogging photographs because blogging words is a great way to get found on social media, but I don't care about that in my photography, but people seeing my work and getting in my email list and getting my regular blog. So I stay top of mind Mm -hmm. that I can see a perfect connection with how to work with a virtual assistant to get work. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And because one of the things I recommend with marketing uh, is so neglected, which is building an email list and staying in touch with people. Yes. And not just email, but their home address. Yes. And so the first thing I would have someone do in working with a VA is someone that can get newsletters, blogs, you know, a monthly newsletter, help design a really nice one, get a system, help do the writing, get that out, somebody to enter all those names that you haven't organized into, mm-hmm. into workable things. And then somebody to help on at least a quarterly basis, put together a, a postcard that goes out. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And staying top of mind and then doing a blog that can be when you send the monthly newsletter, a little part of it is here's it's in a blog to learn more, click here. And then, okay, see, I'm getting a whole plan. So I'm going to write this <laughs> down and tell all my coaching clients. And then also we want to build that newsletter. So helping f- find like events where I can meet people and not only I'm big on um, doing enter to win things, but gathering emails for qualified people so they get in that whole system 
So, okay, I've just figured it all out. I love that. <laughs> well, Lucy, I have I will have to tell you with the with the photography clients that I have worked with, it's I'm glad to hear that you know the importance of email cuz I think that the shiny social media um, you know, kind of the darling has has outweighed the email piece of it. And mm-hmm. really, and that, and it's not just about email, it's about making those real connections right? and keeping that relationship open. And um, I know this isn't VA related, but um, I think that bringing that point that you said is it's, it is, it's about that real connection and that's what marketing is. And I guess we can bring it back around. So if you hired a VA marketer, maybe thinking of, are they just trying to play with the shiny new toy? In your instance, it might be SEO. If somebody's speaking SEO because they're really excited about oh, it. I got to get, I got to yeah. get found. I got to get found. I got to yeah. get found. Okay. Are the right people going to find you? Is it going to lead to work? Right. That's, that's the shiny. And I think a lot of people convince photographers that SEO, uh, you know, I think there's there's a lot of buzz around SEO and I can up your SEO. And okay, so I kind of interrupted you. So instead of the shiny new toy, what's the value to you about or how would you use an email? How would you recommend? Kind of basically what how you outlined it with okay. the, with with email and making sure that you have people that you can really get in touch with and right. how you mentioned how you mentioned the postcard that's a that's a personal outreach to somebody I, it's i'm thinking of you right. it's not just i'm showing up on social media just to show up right and the postcard yeah. that i recommend is not an ad here's right. my latest special no right in the trash i was part of a networking group and this really amazing mortgage broker I've received a quarterly postcard from her every year for at least 15 years. I'm not sure how long I've known her, but how many times have I referred her? And back when the interest rates were going down, 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 uh, from I started out at 10%. And then as it went down, I refinanced. It made sense with her. Mm-hmm. And because I quit the group, but I kept getting that. Right. And something I've done every year, actually since I was 12, when I didn't have a business, but I send without fail holiday cards. Uh-huh. I I missed one year and everybody, this is during the <laughs> pandemic. And there were so many people like, I didn't get your card. And I know there are people who would call me 15 years later, like, oh, I am always glad to know you're still around, you're still in business, are you still photographing? And, you know, it's just a, every now and then it'll be a card that's got my family or something. If like my mom's 80th birthday, we did a group, oh. but mostly it's like my travel photography or something like the boat parade of lights from the year before with Christmas. So little holiday theming sometimes, but not always. So yeah. And the virtual assistant. Well, actually, a non-virtual assistant, I always love to have somebody help me stuff and lick and stamp, (laughs) (laughs) even if we're doing it together to keep me company. But I'm sure that a VA, I could send you, you know, I could have my lab send you the cards and 
send you the labels and you could take care of the hardscape. All of that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of offline things, even though virtual assistant, uh, you know, by definition is kind of like digitally off it, you know, it, there is that you can do high touch things. I've, I've gone to clients and, and help film videos for them for mm. marketing. So it's not like I a hundred percent, you know, that's all I do is behind a computer, you know, it's, yeah. it's good yeah. to see people face to face and yeah do yeah. things for them face-to-face too. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, uh, we're just about out of time. Let me see if I had anything. I don't know if you can say this in a nutshell, but do I have to micromanage a virtual assistant or how do we, and that might be a whole other topic for another day, but can you give just a little hot tip on that topic? Yeah. So a lot of photographers are, probably worried that they'll have to micromanage or have a bunch of systems in place before they hire. Mm -hmm. My tip is have your virtual assistant do that for you. Mm. So if there is something that you want them to do, if you can give them the outline and say, this is how I want you to do it, have them create the checklist, have them create whatever it is that you're afraid to give them. That way you can you can understand, number one, that they understand the task. And number two, you've got it for stuff for later. So I have two questions for you before we wrap up. One, I know you have an offer that could be valuable for people. So mm-hmm. what would that be and how do they find it? Yeah, uh, so in the show notes, um, I have a... ultimate list of tasks that you can hire a VA for. And what it is, is it will help you kind of determine what, where you might need help in your photography business. And uh, I think it'd be surprising to know which ones that you could actually outsource. Mm, Great. And then, so what have you either not shared that you would think, oh, Wish you'd have asked me that and so I could share about that. Or what's like your last word parting thought? So this is your your chance to cross the T and dot the I or dot the T and cross the I. <laughs> I I would definitely take a look at your business. If you're not sure whether or not you are ready to outsource, you probably are uh just even the smaller tasks and like you said, the the housekeeping type things. I mean um, even if you need to do Instacart, I love Instacart, something simple like that, um, where it's, you're taking something off of your plate mm. and start thinking about things that you can do that with. And Instacart is like when you get groceries delivered oh. to your house. So even just stepping and doing something like that will free up time in your business and just looking at what those tasks can be for you. Great. Great, great, great. Well, thank you so much, Char. And I know in case we didn't uh, mention it, Action Arrow Media is the name of your business, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And so look for the show notes for that link and you can find show notes wherever podcasts are sold, (laughs) wherever you 
found this show, you can find show notes or you can go to lucydumascoaching.com, click on the podcast tab and it'll all be there. Oh, well, I'm excited that you said yes to being on my show and I know it's going to help so many people. So thanks a zillion. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Welcome back. As I was sending Charlene off into her own virtual assistant, virtual world. (laughs) Um, You know, we had a nice little chat and now I'm back and really appreciated that conversation. She talked about different kinds of virtual assistants, some that are more like executive assistants slash what we used to call secretaries. Um, Some people have specialties like SEO or other things, and some have a more of a middle ground. We talked about figuring out what kinds of things could be most helpful and what an assistant might be able to help you with. She shared uh, about different places to find virtual assistants, and the number one is the referral, ask people. And her her last word is to think about what could be taken off our plate that would free up time. So one of the ways is to get help with somebody that can do it better and faster or just as good, but keep you from having to do it yourself. So be sure to go to lucydumascoaching.com and I've got my online course there that you can purchase, or I've got that group coaching coming up in July. Get in touch with me if you want to learn more. Have a great, great rest of your week. Bye. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.